Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. This month, Strike Force number one drops, 40 pages of exclusive interviews, and a whole lot more. So please keep an eye out for that. Just a couple days away from Envisions, The Gods Who Built Tomorrow, which I am so excited for. I'm a huge fan of Envision, and I can't wait to hear the new record. I can't wait for all of you to hear the new record. It's going to be amazing. Shout out Envision. If you're not following from within records on social media, please boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news from within records podcast network. If you're not subscribed to the from within records podcast or dudes doing movies, I highly suggest you boot up your Apple podcast, your Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts and click subscribe. And like I always say, please support from within records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, please hit up my friends over at good fortune printing out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at good fortune printing. And if you want to get in contact with them, please email them contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. Before we get into today's guest crazy week, uh, this Friday, like I mentioned earlier, the gods who built tomorrow, but also big day for California hardcore Spinebreaker drops a new record podcast coming very soon. Drains dropping their new record. It's a great time for hardcore in general. So I'm very excited for every band that's dropping on Friday, all amazing records. So please support every band. Also this Friday, I'm going to the Wiltern for the first time, which is weird because I've lived in Southern California my whole life. I've driven past the Wiltern millions of times, but I've never stepped foot inside. But this Friday, I will be attending the NMIX showcase. A lot of you are wondering what is NMIX. They're an amazing K-pop group. They're on JYP Entertainment, so they're label mates with Twice, Stray Kids. They're amazing. I've seen them live before. I, I, I saw them at... KCON last year and it was awesome so when they announced that they were doing their showcase that they're doing just select dates across the u.s the tour already started i think it started up in seattle and they were kind of making their way down to southern california then they're shooting across and i think they're hitting like atlanta and some other places but i'm so excited to to be able to go to that should be fun i'll obviously uh update all of you on it and a, a new thing for the channel, uh, we're uh, taking YouTube way more serious with the, um, you know, uh, people asking like, hey, why aren't you on YouTube? And, uh, you know, big ups to my friend Jeff from Feet First. He told me that I should really take it a little more serious. So with that, if you haven't noticed the past couple episodes, everything has been on YouTube, YouTube Shorts. Uh, and we're still on Spotify, still on TikTok. We're all we're, we're everywhere now. So we're just trying to make it more available for people who want to see it in different places. So if you're not subscribed, please head over to YouTube, search out the podcast. It's there. It's fun. Um, it, I, I I don't mind putting it there. Uh, it's it's something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. So I'm happy that Jeff kind of gave me the nudge I needed to take it more serious. So. We'll be there way more consistently than we have been. So I appreciate anyone who has subscribed so far and people who are checking it over there. It's much appreciated. But on today's episode, we had to track down 
our good friend Braxton. You might know him as the king of the IE, which is awesome. The IE is popping off. If you're not in tune, if you're in the Southern California area, and you're not in tune with what's going on in the IE right now. It's pretty awesome. There's so many cool videos coming out. Awesome bands popping up. And I'm stoked to see tours actually hitting the IE these days. Like tours that, that you wouldn't expect. So I'm so happy to see it uh, bumping down there again on a bigger scale. So shout out to the Inland Empire. Go eat at Baker's. But Braxton plays in Shred Bundy, Wise, Madhouse, and Zulu. So it was fun for me to be able to track down Braxton and catch up with him and hear about all the bands he's working on and all the things that he has upcoming that's not even released yet. So for anyone who is a fan of Braxton or a fan of the bands that he's in, I hope you appreciate this conversation as much as I did. So please strap in, enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Braxton to the show. to the podcast braxton how's it going chilling oh, man what's good no just same here just just happy to have you back on the podcast because uh, you know uh, you're big time now zulu taking over the world which is awesome to see so <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm happy that um you're you're back on the podcast so thank you thank you man i appreciate it bro so where are you at these days? Are are, are you still out traveling? Because I know the, the tour is over, but are, are you back home? Yeah, the t- tour maybe ended last week. Mm-hmm. I want to say. I don't even know what today it is. Uh, I, I think it, uh, yeah, a few days ago it ended. Um, yeah, like a few days ago. Yeah, um, going to get right back to the swing of things. Uh, it got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm just barely getting a, t- a chance to breathe, but within the next like week, we got some more stuff coming up. So as I have to take it as it comes, you know. But yeah, man, it's been sick. It's been really sick. And was this always the plan for Zulu to to hit it this hard? Because it, it's uh, it, it's awesome to see, right? That, that there's only like a couple bands that are uh, hitting it just as hard as you guys and just the the amount of growth that you guys have had in just the last year i, I feel like has been insane thank you yeah like 20 like 19 it was just gonna be just like a side thing mm-hmm. uh just like a band camp link and just play some shows on occasion um and over like the course of like the pandemic, like 2020, it just super took off. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like, and to my knowledge, it was just like just gonna be just like you know, just like just like a fun band to do. I mean, it's fun, but just like I didn't think it was gonna be as time consuming. 2021, we did a tour with Scowl, 
And that's when I was looking around. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I was like, this is like, people are going nuts right now. And since 2021, the trajectory that us and also Scout have been on has been so like overwhelming. And now it's like, this is like very, very full time. It's mind blowing. So I can't even wrap my head around it. <laughs> and I, I, I do love that pairing with Scout because you, you mentioned that tour back in 2020, what was it, 2021? Uh, whenever, yeah. I, I felt it was like right when shows, uh, it was like okay to do shows without a stigma. I remember going to uh, this random place in LA where I swear they didn't ever have a show there again. Yeah. It's this big open room. And yeah. and I remember uh, seeing uh, Zulu and Scallon and thinking like, okay, this is cool and brave of you guys to, to be able to um, get it together that early and just hit the road. So fast forward to now, and seeing where both bands are at and what kind of tours, what kind of shows and kind of, um, you know, press you guys are getting to me. I, I, I think it's awesome to see that you guys are still able to have that connection and do it together again years later. I, I was, uh, it's so funny, like me and, and Cole uh, from Scout, they had like an ongoing, like inside joke, like every Zulu Scout show was going to be like called like a movie title. It was like, Zulu and Scowl, A New Hope, and then it was like Zulu and Scowl, Age of Ultron, or whatever. Like, it, but after a while, it's been, we played like 40 shows together. It's something crazy. Mm-hmm. Something, it's been like a lot. And uh, I I saw the group chat. There's like a, a fest we got announced for Zulu Scowl, and like Calvin Harris is headlining. That's why. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like somewhere in Europe. So like Zulu and Scowl, like we've it's, we're always playing shows together. Like I said, we just got off a tour two months straight with Scowl. Like, it's like, um, Kat put it perfectly, like, Zulu and Scowl are, like, sister bands. And I feel like it always, like, be that way because we've been through a lot together, especially this past four. Like, Zulu and Scowl have been through a lot together. But it's just so satisfying to see us, like, both, you know, flat spot both just playing like random shows and now like like i said the, the trajectory of like what both bands are doing i mean every band on flash five is like, going crazy right now like bugging just dropped like a single like flash five is going crazy but it's so cool to just do like every step of the way it's like zoo scout zoo scout all the time like, i think it's so sick and like, then the camaraderie between us awesome like well, they're all really good friends really good people so it, it, it's nuts it's so nuts it's mind-blowing, to be honest. Yeah, for, for me, it, it's really fun to watch. Like, I was just in Philly the other week and seeing, uh, you know, people in, like, Zulu crewnecks, and I'm like, oh, that, that, that's so sick to, to see, like, you know, the influence you guys are having. Just, like, you know, uh, it's just one of those bands where it's, like, you go to a show, somebody's going to be wearing some sort of Zulu merch. Wow. Yeah, I I still can't. It's still very overwhelming. I can't really process a lot of it, so... Yeah, people saying, "Oh, you're in Zulu, right?" Like, it's just—it's so random. It's still like getting getting approached. It just, yeah, it's mind blowing. I can't even put the words to it. It's 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 nuts. It's really nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think it's awesome and, and well deserved because obviously you guys are working hard. Um, but, but I want to talk to you about the the new record, uh, a new tomorrow that dropped uh, about a month ago. Uh, awesome record, front oh, to back. Wow. It has been a month ago. Yeah. I feel like it was like last week. 
No, the time's fine. Yeah, time, time is going crazy. Yeah, because I remember all the hype. I'm like, oh, it's about to come out. It's about to come out. And I was out. I'm like, oh, it's been out for a month. That's so crazy. Sorry. Uh, I'm listening. That just like, I hadn't heard that said before. Oh, it was a month ago. So that's kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, time's flying. But you guys are busy. So I, I, you know, it's not surprising to, to hear that. You're, you're surprised by that because you guys are you know, just got off that, that, that long tour. But I, I, I'm curious about it being your uh, you know debut full length. Uh, what kind of goals did you guys have set for it? Because for, for me, looking at the band and uh, the, the kind of influence uh, you guys have had, and uh, you know, obviously, um, the you know, going from uh, you know the the weird drama with the uh, abolish white hardcore, but you know, you guys actually stand for something. So to to, to see this record come out and um, reading the interesting uh, uh, you know names for the songs and just knowing that this record actually has like a, a deep meaning. Can you talk about what this meant for you to finally have it come out? It's it's very uh, cathartic. Um, it just it. I'm very much into like a lot of thrash and death metal and like grindcore and like TV and stuff like that. Um, Christine is very much into metalcore. Uh, Dez is, is, he watched a lot of metalcore and a lot of old punk and stuff. And I watched a lot of punk. Um, and Satch is like, like, lots of jazz, heavy jazz, like smooth R&B and, I mean, I rock with jazz as well. We all have a lot of eclectic taste we bring to the table, and I feel like it. There's ways where we could have an eclectic record, and it can sound like a kind of like loose mess. But I feel like we brought it together as cohesively as we could. I guess you could say. Uh, it is wild to see how like everything has come together. Um, I don't know, and we we there's some stuff that's with the record that I can't even announce yet, even to this day. Like this new development, I guess you could say, new stuff coming out regarding some of the songs, which is always exciting. But I I hope it can stand the test of time. I'm sure it can. Um, just like the the uh, what's the word? The reception has been overwhelming. A lot of people have just been saying how much it meant to them. Of course, it's going to be like neck beard activity, <clears throat> you know, like like uh, lamb lamb goat users and crate people saying crazy stuff. Like, yeah, it just it is it doesn't affect me. Um, I just think that like if we're in the lexicon of like modern music now, there's going to be a lot of mixed reviews, um, and that's very satisfying to have people talk bad about you freely means oh, okay you're like i said in, in the canon of popular music in a sense that it's not just like a band that you can talk about like, oh i don't want them to see this you know it's like oh i said it openly because we've now crossed over past the threshold of like a smaller band like now i guess say we're out into the popular world of music. I mean, we're we're a blip on the scale, but still, I mean, I like the, the grand scheme of things. But like NPR and like Pitchfork, you know, all these publications and um publications and like blogs and stuff hitting us up and reaching out to us really puts us to a new 
a new world of people who are going to have opinions. And it's just overall good and bad. It's just so satisfying. As big as hardcore is, as popular as it is, not many bands make it through to the, you know, the, uh, you know, outside of our bubble to the more uh, popular outlets. So it, for me, it, it's fun to watch and see how people outside of the hardcore bubble are uh, consuming Zulu, talking about Zulu, because it's just very interesting because not many bands make it that far out. It's never been the goal, really. And I feel like if you're in hardcore for the goal of, like, you know, doing that, I feel like that's just, like, I don't know. I feel like it's there's a lot. Of, I it's just like very contrived to start a hardcore band for the sake of like, oh, let's do this and be cool and da da da. Like it's very weird. Um, so for this to happen, just from well, initially just to be a side project, for this to happen is insane. Like I can't wrap my head around it. And yeah, a lot, a lot of people are gonna question our validity. Um, I know I'm good. I know I'm solid. You know, at the end of the day, no arterial motives. Like, we're just doing this for, like, I mean, it's kind of obvious why we're doing it, but, you know, but it, it's crazy to see, like, we, how it's being perceived is nuts. Like, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it at all. It's just nuts. It, it, I guess that's the word for it. Lack of a better term, nuts. <laughs> 100%. And before the record came out, uh, New Tomorrow, I wasn't really sure what to expect. I was just, uh, you know, keeping an open mind. But just all the different sounds that you guys were able to bring together and it makes sense. Like, I I'm not listening to the record and thinking like, oh, uh, this is out of place. They shouldn't have done this. To me, I enjoy that uh, you guys decided to bring in different sounds and not just make it a traditional hardcore record. Thank you. Yeah, I've seen that. That's been definitely been a criticism by some people. Like, no, no breakdowns, man, or whatever. Um, okay, bro. Like, sorry. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, just, you know, doing, like, me, I I'm a huge, like, progressive rock fan. You know, uh, listen to, like, Yes. Um, freaking Fragile. Fragile by Yes. Crazy record. You know, it's not just hard rock there's a lot of other elements into it that overall make it what it is and i feel like if you equate the record to not just being a hardcore record not just being grindcore not just being like power violence adjacent if you think about it the grander scheme of things we're just doing different things you know uh so i um i'm very uh, i'm happy how it came out just the equative mix of different genres and everything. I think it's interesting. And we are working on new stuff, <laughs> which is like kind of crazy to even say because it came out like a month ago, but we're, we're just, we're just jamming on new stuff. I mean, nothing came out in the immediate future, obviously, but just like mm -hmm. experimenting on new stuff and everything because the niche we've carved just want to explore it. You know, not everything has to be super crazy, OD heavy. You know, not everything needs dissonance or all the time, you know, some wild, you know, stuff like that. But I'm a fan of that, obviously. I mean, everyone knows I love stuff like that. But 
it is very fun exploring different avenues of music within hardcore, grindcore, within you know power violence, within punk and metal. And I'm happy that you guys didn't go in that direction to just keep it straight, heavy, in your face, uh, just you know, beat down stuff. Because just knowing that there has to be you know more creativity amongst all of you. So the fact that uh, you guys were able to create a new tomorrow, this uh, awesome body of work, I, I I think it's great that you went in that direction and didn't want to play it safe and just you know write another heavy record. Thank you. I mean, I I. I'm definitely a fan of playing it safe in my own lie. Like, I was definitely on board to just, yo, break down right here and turn into a two-step. Like, you know, I, just, I, I was down for that, you know, just blast beats and side-to-side -side parts and this crazy stuff. I'm down for that. I love that. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, and we're not denouncing that by any means. We're, we're not, you know, I mean, kind of sitting and say that if you do that, you're not cool or whatever. Like, that's awesome. I love that. You know, I just, you know, I just want to do something different, you know, and not for the sake of being different, like back, like not, like I said, not trying to be contrived. Oh, let's be different. It's just like, let's just come up with stuff. And if it isn't under the umbrella of hardcore or grindcore or power violence, it's just like, let's, you know, try to run with it, you know, just like trying to think outside the box without trying too hard. You know, just this jamming and seeing where, where it comes. Like I said, we all have eclectic pace. We all have our own, I hate the word, but we all have our own vibe <laughs> um, aesthetically. Mm -hmm. And even like musically, we all have different crazy backgrounds that it would be, it wouldn't be fair if we just didn't touch on each person's individual background with this band. It would come to music and, you know, artistic expression. Yeah, 100%. And when I'm listening to the record, I don't know why, but I'm so drawn to shine eternally. I just have that on repeat. And I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out what it is about that song. It just like it, it like it's just so chill. It just puts me in a good mood. Thank you. I saw um, Santa Cruz skateboards. There was a, a skater that did like a, a I don't know what's called like a skate comp or a skate video. I don't know. I don't, I don't skate, but there's a skate video of that song, and I was like, "Wow, like that's nuts!" You know, like I've seen like like Drain and Gulch and a lot of like super heavy bands and just like crazy stuff, you know, riffing and stuff. So like that song being like used for like a skate video. And like the realtors do, which I'm certainly out there. Like, Yo, that's nuts. Like that, someone sent it to me. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, that's really sick. Um, Satchel, our bassist, like I said, he like really involved in jazz and R&B and funk. So he, a lot, a lot of that song is like his, his brainchild. I'm just him jamming. He's just, like that, that's his bread and butter butter like that that's what he's really well and that's what he's really good at is like making stuff like that and like writing it really well so i, I love that song. i'm glad it came out the way it did yeah same here yeah like i said i, I had that song you, on repeat what definitely looking forward to hopefully hearing more stuff like that in the future thank you um, but to to do a, a full length uh, can be a, a daunting task. I know a lot of bands don't want to do it because they're scared of uh, uh, tracks becoming filler, people getting bored, 
was it important for all of you to to come out with a, a full length you know 15 tracks it's a lot people i've been seeing people say oh this filler tracks man whatever i'm just like i don't know that goes back to what i was saying not everything has to be super heavy but i i had a good amount of riffs that i had sent and like just to see how you know, what the other people thought about it it was in the band um I don't know. Uh, I'm used to this, like, Van Halen records, just nine songs, ten songs, call it a day. You know, that, that's my vibe. I mean, uh, I love the Migos. Culture one was awesome. But Culture two and three, they're just like, like 47, you know, songs long or something. You know, it's just like, it's like a playlist. I'm like, bro, like, I don't like super, super long albums. I know that's definitely been like a trend, but then like, rap and hip-hop as of late it's like it's cool it's just like not really my vibe i don't really like long albums so i feel like for me if it's not 10 it's 12. If it's not 12 it's 14 and, and call it a day I, that, that's how i'm you know very used to like music consuming music you know like cds and cassettes and vinyl i'm very used to just consuming it that way but 15 you know like it was like okay we got some heavy riffs and like some crazy stuff, but there's more we wanted to bring to the table. Um, Dez has some very powerful ideas. Um, yeah, Dez and I, we all had like different ideas we wanted to explore that made it 15 songs. You know, people may call it filler, but it's just stuff that needed to be present. I think if I get stuff that just, if, if, if it's, if you consider it filler, then it's not for you. <laughs> you know, that's the best way I could put it. Like, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, if, if you, if it don't speak to you, then it's not meant to speak to you, you know? Yeah. When, when I talk to people about the album, I, I uh, tell them that listening to a new tomorrow is like an experience. Cause, uh, because it's not your, you know, traditional hardcore record. Like, like you said, you, you bring so many different sounds together to, to form this record. And I really do think, uh, it is an experience from front to back. It, 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 it's awesome. It's interesting. And I, like, you. you know, I hope people take the time to, to listen to it and, you know, uh, actually try to understand what all of you are trying to create with this record. Thank you. Yeah. I, um, I was very apprehensive just thinking about how it was going to be received, but now, nah, I mean, with every record, you know, like, I think, like, bro, like, Kendrick lost the Grammy to Michael Moore. Like, you know, that was like, rigged. That was like, rigged. There's no <laughs> way. Come on. You know, like, there's always going to be something crazy, you know, like, so, and then looking back, like, that, that record Kendrick put out was one of the greatest ever. And I'm not, obviously, there's no, I'm, there's no comparison. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, people, are gonna hate on stuff, you know, when it comes out, and then a few years later, be like, "Whoa, that was that was kind of sick," you know. And if they if, if they still, oh, that album still sucks, whatever. Again, it's not for you. Like, I won't, I won't bat an eye. I won't lose sleep over somebody. Oh yeah, man, sucks. Like, bro, I I I've been, I was on this tour. I was on like the the board long drives going through Lamb Go. <laughs> I see like it's <laughs> dangerous. Bro, they're, 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 <laughs> they're going they're going crazy i was like oh like he just wears the guitarist wears itty bitty shirts like their band's so corny like 
just wild stuff. I'm like I, I'm wearing crop top as we speak right now. Uh, it just like like it it won't it, it won't really affect me to be honest. Uh, I, I just like I said goes back to my initial point. It is very satisfying to see it in a, a realm where it has the opportunity to cross over uh, into a different threshold of, of music. It's it's nuts. And yeah, like Sunlight like Shine Eternally and We're More Than This, uh, Dez's track put us in a different world. You know, I saw somebody saying like, yeah, I, I checked out this We're More Than This song and the, and the, I was I thought it was cool and I I listened to the record, the rest of the record and they're like a they're like a metal band, death metal band. That's crazy. Awesome. And then I also see this band's not power violence at all. They're not even power violence at all. It's just it's hardcore and it's not even barely even hardcore. And then they play about a rap song. And like it's like it's it's like the dichotomy of like is one song, one vision, and it's just if you someone gets you the exact same thing. And have their own opinion of it, and it's just it's so nuts, but yeah, it's just satisfying to see it all of it, you know, regardless of positive or negative. I right? just like it won't really negative one way affect me. Obviously, I fixate on like the positive elements of what people are saying because that's gonna uplift the community and everybody around us. So, stoked, man. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, very stoked for everything that's been happening. It's really sick, 100%. Yeah, and to yeah, just to have the the communities uh, discussing the record that that means that you're making some sort of impact because you got to think about uh how many bands come and go and you know there's no chatter about it it's like okay cool cool demo and then people move on but the 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 fact that you guys are able to uh you know have an impact i i, I think it's great because I, I i've loved the idea of zulu from the start um and just to see it you know grow over the years i i, I think it's awesome Thank you. I, I honestly really appreciate that. Man. Thank you, bro. And for you, for the, for the band to grow, like you know, so fast and to to reach these crazy heights, um, how are you uh, dealing with it? Are are you um, you know okay with uh, you know moving into these bigger tours, playing these international festivals? Right. It's like I said, very overwhelming. Is not even the correct word to accurately describe how it feels. It's like this past four, you know, shout out, shout out to the body, shout out Asha, shout out Corpus. They're all amazing people. Like they've done so much for us over the past two months. But you know, just from the body tour, like we'd be in Canada or something. I walk out and I say, oh, this is an opera house. Like this is like a an opera hall. Like this is a um, um, a music hall. This is a, a theater. Like this is like, this is nuts. And there be people just like dancing or whatever. And then we start playing, and I've seen like bloody noses and people getting like carted out. Like it's just like it's crazy stuff. It's I can't really, I can't believe what I've been seeing. Like every day, it's just been. While doing a sound check, oh wow, this is a two thousand cap room. Okay, cool, you know. And um, Alfredo from Fury told me something that really hit me crazy because we played the Observatory, um, which you know, obviously for 
if you're OC adjacent, you know, or if you're from the IE or LA, that is like nuts to just play the big room of the observatory, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've being in the IE, like that, that was like essentially the hometown venue, even though it's not obviously IE, but it's like, that's where we would go, you know, like to go see, to go see something. Like it would be like 30, for me, it's probably like 30 minutes away, you know, and that was like where we would go to see everything. And he, he looked at me, he was like, yeah, man, back in, back in the day, it's like you hit three, 400 cat room and you made it. So seeing what you're doing is astounding. I was like, wow. And like, this is a person I look up to like crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, wow, like that's nuts, you know, this is crazy. And then I was saying like the observatory, like I, I saw a young thug there in 2015. I saw Olive McConan, you know, that, that's definitely like a minute ago, Olive McConan, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like no diss, but you know, like, like that was a minute ago, but <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, I, I Kendrick saw, played there. You mentioned Kendrick earlier. Kendrick has played there once. Yeah, I, I saw Kendrick, Big Sean there. Uh, homie was telling me he saw Future two nights in a row there, or two two shows in a row there. I saw I saw Playboy Cardi there. I was about to say I saw Playboy Cardi there. Might have been the same show, probably twenty eighteen. You went. It was the like the Magnolia tour. Probably twenty seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Cardi, saw some Wu Tang members, saw Death Angel. I saw Casualties. So I saw uh, um, Marilyn Manson's probably one of the craziest shows I ever saw there. He, yeah, he, he's one of the artists that made that big room feel like like huge. It, it was it was a crazy show. I knew all leftover crack, um, the subhumans, whatever. I've seen like so many artists there. Um. And to be able to like step out and look, it's like, oh, what's going crazy? Just like people are moshing to like a violin piano intro. I'm like, yo, this is, you know, it's something I, I just can't, I, I can't put it in the words. I was like, yo, this is unreal. And doing that every night of the tour is like crazy, but that night in particular, because like that's like the hometown spot was nuts, but every night, Seeing like, oh, okay, I've never been here before, but my only memory of this place is just looking and seeing all these like thousand plus people to two thousand plus people. Unreal, yeah, it's really unreal. It's such a high that when you come down from it, you're definitely kind of bummed out, but it comes in waves, you know. I mean, we're gonna be right back at it like a week and a half from you know when this is gonna air. I don't know, but yeah, like a week and a half, like it's gonna be nuts. I just can't believe it. Crazy. And these times in between tours, are, are are you happy for things to be a, a little more chill, or are you like dying to get back to the road and then just kind of get back to that chaos? I like keeping the ball rolling. Uh, when I'm bored, I not really productive anymore. This is a lot of talk about ta- talking to my like closer people in my life, like you know, find a new hobby, pottery or something. I don't know, like being a chef i don't know i got i got i gotta find something else to do because now that my hobby is a full-blown like literal job it's like i don't want to just chill up here and watch house park all day like that's so that's so whack you know like <laughs> i was telling i was telling the homie they're like oh you're probably mr rockstar guy now i was like look bro i've seen 
everything Cartman's got to say, I know everything Kenny Kenny finna die right now. I know <laughs> it. Like I, I've seen everything these fools have to say on South Park and Family Guy and American Dad. Like I've seen it all. Like I'm bored. I'm so bored. So yeah, I just I just, it's just adjusting to like finding a new passion, a new hobby. I'm working on solo music. Um, I'm working on bettering myself too. A lot of different avenues, but definitely it's a lot to like adjust for sure, for sure. And what's that like for you? Not letting the the ego get in the way, right? Because you're in this popular band doing a lot of things. I'm sure a lot of people are probably trying to reach out these days. Is it hard for you to to manage that, or is it, uh, or are you pretty grounded? Um, I I've considered myself somewhat grounded. I mean, that's up to interpretation by other people, but I mean, I don't know. I, I just like, I, I'm very against like that cool guy mentality. A lot of these people have, mm-hmm. you know, they walk around. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm so sick. man. I'm like, all right, bro. You know, like, I just don't have time for all that. Like I like, I don't really get along well with like super jaded people who are just like, we just think the world owes them something because they had a cool demo, you know, or something. You know, like, I mean, yeah, your demo's sick, bro, but like, you know, you you're, you got you got a funky attitude, you know. That that, you know, like four songs on a Bandcamp link going to take you so far if you have a bad attitude. An awesome EP, you know, you know, the LP of the year can only take you so far. Yeah, you have all these magazines that rock with you, but people people in real life don't like you. You know, like it only goes so far if you have like a really awful attitude. So I try not to indulge too much in the pageantry of, you know, like oh Zulu, oh, oh yeah. Um also like reading, you know, create oh zero or one and a half star. Like this out. So, you know, like stuff like that is okay. Like it, it, it grounds me. You know, like people, it's not you know, not everyone's gonna be like, oh, it was awesome. You know, mm-hmm. or like, oh, it's itty bitty shirt, guitar is like so corny, or whatever. Like, it's like it's funny, and it, it, it doesn't bum me out. It actually makes life a little easier to just see all the corny, you know, hate because it's like okay, like now I see that it's just. We're, I don't know how to put it, but it's like, it's not all just, hey, man, can you sign this? You know, it's just like, there's going to be a lot of hate, too. So mm-hmm. I really like, I have to ground myself because it's definitely a slippery slope when all you, when you're surrounded by yes men, very dangerous. Like, I've seen people get corrupted, like, terribly by just yes men. I've seen, like, it's sad. Like, it's, I've seen people, like, corrupted into, like, very cancerous people by just being around yes men and being around, you're awesome, you're awesome, you're the best, you're great, all the time. It's just, you cannot be around, you're awesome, you're awesome all the time. And I'm not saying you should be around people who are just trying to depreciate you and make you feel awful, but you, you should just be in reality realize that, you know, like, 
is a, is a two way street. You're going to be hated and loved. Too much of one thing is bad. Rather, you know, too much hate, you're going to be in the trenches down really bad. And then too much love, you're just going to be like, you know, oh, oh yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pay that show, dude. Like, they're not paying us enough. Like, you know, whatever, bro. You know, like, I, I, I never get down like that. And my little homies, still, I have to tell my little homies, don't buy into, yeah, you got some hype, and I'm happy for your hype, but don't take it around with it because people are going to turn their backs on you once that new four song demo comes out. Once that new members of band drop, people are just going to switch off and not rock with you unless you, unless they really realize you have substance and you're actually like a decent member of the community, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I, I'll just say this probably uh, just all my interactions with you, uh, you've never changed it. In my opinion, you've always been, uh, you know, great communication. Uh, you know, even with uh, you know Zula getting bigger, you, you've not once cool guide me. So I appreciate that a lot because it has happened. Uh, you know, people may be surprised, but there's some people that you know have switched up. So I, I'm happy that you're not one of them. You you stayed the same in a good way. Thank you, man. Yeah, I um. I, I'm very, like, I get nervous thinking I cool guy at someone because I'm losing my hearing very badly. So somebody be like, hey, man, I don't hear it or I'm having earplugs in, plus bad hearing, plus there being a loud band right in front of me, you know, so I'd be like, somebody say something, and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't hear you, bro. So I get, like, very, because I don't want to have bad interactions with people. I don't want people to be like, yeah, dude, I saw Zulu and the guitarist thought he was so cool. You know, I, I don't want to deal with that. So I get very stressed out thinking, that one person may have had a bad interaction with me because there's interactions I've had with bigger musicians and that has changed, it's changed the course of my life. And to them, it's just like, whatever. Like I, I met Steven Piercy from rap. I had to be like 10, 11 years ago. I was like itty bitty kid. I met him. He was pissed drunk. <laughs> and you probably don't remember a word he said to me. He was, he signed some stuff for me. But he was like, yeah, man, keep at it, man, keep at it. And I was like, this is the singer of rap telling me to keep at it. That meant the world to me. Do you think I can tap in with him now and be like, yo, man, do you remember you telling that to me? He's like, no, you know, he won't remember that at all. You <laughs> yeah, know? he's like, who's he this? <laughs> yeah, he won't know who it is. So like, I, I keep that in mind. Like, a, a miscellaneous interaction you may have with somebody may go a long way to them, and you may not even remember at all, you know? So I try to keep that in mind all the time. Like literally all that's awesome yeah no I, i'm glad that you're you're self-aware of situations like that thank you okay well uh, where's zulu heading next because am i wrong to think uh, uh it, it seems like you're going to spend more time internationally coming up than here in the states because it seems like there's all these fests i've never even heard of that you guys are, are, are playing i'm just like this is crazy yeah there's um Definitely some fests that I have not heard of, but I look at the lineups and I'm like, yo, crazy. Um, yeah, June, July, August, a lot of a lot of Europe stuff. Yeah, because I I know you guys um, have that that, that room with speed, speed, right? Yeah. Yeah, some, some stuff with speed. It lined up like three or four dates. It wasn't even planned initially. Then I was like, I rock heavy, like. I mean, we've seen the footage, obviously, like, you're in the speed set, Simon Fury. I was 
for sure going off. I'm not going to have Van Heavy. They're all good people. So, we're like, yo, if we can kind of make it work, let's make it work. So, there's a few dates where we're playing together, but we're, we're playing a festival Iron Maiden. Like, that's just that's ridiculous insane. to me. <laughs> yeah, I got Iron Maiden poster right there. So, you know, it's crazy. Um, a lot of Europe. France, a lot of Germany. Stuff like that. Um we we done a lot in the states. We done a lot in Canada. Not as much in Europe. So I mean, we did Europe last year, but we're gonna do another one in Europe. I'm looking forward to it. it should be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing about it. I, I guess it does make sense because you guys just did that full U.S. here in the states. So it makes sense to yeah to to leave and uh, go hit some other countries. Yeah, I don't want to be oversaturated. And every we played some of the spots we played before on the tour last tour people will come out we did that tour in december i'm in the same market so it's been nuts to see like people be like oh yo you guys are back you know but i don't want to overdo it you know mm-hmm. yeah because it, it's a can be a slippery slope because you don't want to uh, always be like readily available because then people will uh, you know take it for granted yeah for sure and there's a lot of bands i'm taking for granted that i can't believe i was seeing all the time you know maybe Hundred percent. And as far as uh, all this international travel, uh, are, are you looking forward to that? Do, do you like going overseas? Being in Europe last year was probably just—I can't put it in the words again. It was just nuts. Like we played a fest in Denmark. Uh, Tyler Creator was on like right, I think after us, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like we ran over after I stepped to go catch Tyler Creator, we we missed it because the line was huge. But we were sound checking, went back, came out, and it was they're like, "Oh, we're gonna let people in." I was like, okay, I was like, "Oh, whatever." It's gonna be like, I'm like fifty people, hundred people, two hundred people. There's like two thousand plus people just oh, screaming, and it was in Denmark. I was like, "Yo, Denmark, like that's crazy." Yeah, Denmark is nuts. You know? And like being in France and Germany and Belgium, I was talking to this about, I was talking to Jaina about this from day he like, just, <laughs> it was, I looked at Jaina and we looked and I was like, yo, this is nuts. It's like laughing because we were just a field of this green. And obviously like we got green out here, you know, it's, it's grass, <laughs> but it's like, oh, it's that Belgium grass. Like this is different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy. Like it was Unreal. So all the homies are playing Europe this year. I hope we get to, we get to kick it. I guess they were playing with Scal and Calvin Harris on the fest. Um, a lot of stuff. Stuff I haven't even talked about yet that we're doing. But and like last year, me and Cody, uh, Jane, we it, his birthday lined up with like the one day we got to kick it in the UK. It was a movie. Like that's crazy, you know, to be able to kick it with the homies. Other countries and stuff like Scowl and us did some stuff in the UK with Lionheart, but like Scowl, Lionheart, Zulu wants to poster like like a weekender in Europe. Mm-hmm. I don't think people even talk about that. I forgot that happened. But like that's crazy. Like that's insane. And that's so insane. Yeah, that, that was like a year ago. It's like crazy. So yeah, it, it's been a lot. It's been. Uh, I'm looking forward to Europe for sure. 
And you you mentioned Drain. Uh, what was it like being in their music video? Because uh, I I know just you know following you from uh, or following you on Instagram, uh, you have a, a relationship uh, you know with them. But uh, how did you end up in that music video? Pretty much, um, Cody has hit me up. We talked. He hit me up earlier today. I I, I didn't even get the chance to open it yet. <laughs> but he was just like, "Yo, you want to put the video? I'm down." It was supposed to be him, me, and Gulavelli. We were all gonna be in the video together. It was, it was gonna be initially like a Jerry Springer type show. That was what I was pitched to me, but they couldn't do it. I don't know what it was. They had limitations on like the studio and like extras. So it was like, "You wanna be the only extra?" I was like, yeah, I'm down. It was me and Colin, and me and Colin chop it up now to this day. So it's really cool. But it was it was random. It was so random, and that that studio that we were at for the video Zulu shot there like maybe a, a week or two before oh, wow. I was like, oh I know where this is at um we shot like our promo pictures and everything there they're all they're awesome they're they're really cool people uh but yeah it just came together because I mean Cody have a crazy camaraderie I think boy love Sammy loved him you know so love Slam Jameson the goat mm-hmm. the goat so yeah, it, it was cool. It came together. Just I just pulled up. It was funny. It was it was sick. You know, it was really sick. Yeah, shout out Drain. I I love what they're doing, and I'm so happy to see their just you know crazy rise and them getting so much love all over the world. It's such a cool thing to watch. Awesome. Yeah, and like nobody deserves it more because they've really been like grinding like crazy. Like crazy, like they've. I cause I, I filled in on bass for them for like a tour, and that was when I saw them come up, well, like really through the ranks. Like, yo, people are rocking with this band heavy, and that summer, that's when they did it. Time the period, they've been, you know, going up since. But I saw them in a garage in like Wildemar, like that's like Elsinore. <laughs> like yeah. I saw them in there twenty. Like 15, 2015, playing in a garage in Lake Elsinore, California. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, people probably don't even know where that is <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, and that was like maybe like 15 people there and it was packed. And they covered, we've got the beat, we've got the beat, <laughs> we've got the beat. And they covered it. I was super geek. Um, so yeah, they've for sure been grinding crazy. Like unreal grind. Yeah, and, and like that group of guys, super nice, very welcoming. So it's it, it's like well deserved. So I'm I'm very happy oh, for, for them. Sure. Yeah, and definitely. Will we ever see a Drain Zulu tour? Since you have that you know a great relationship with them. Technically, we kind of did, but I don't know. So we did like the we were all tour with Sasami last year, who's awesome. Shout out Sasami. She had a break in her tour to go do South by Southwest, I think. Mm-hmm. And it perfectly, it literally perfectly lined up with the, um, the Jane Gulch, Texas shows. So we did like two shows with Jane and then one show with Jane in Atlanta. So we kind of did it, but I'm down to do a for you US. I mean, That'd you be know, insane. Hit, a, hit them up. Let them know I'm down. I told Cody, 
we, we wanted to play shows on the last the, the, the tour they announced like their big full us but it didn't work at all like there's no way it would work out like we we're gonna be in europe when they're doing the u.s stuff so there, there would have been no way but i'm certain the future it work. that'd be really sick yeah that'd be insane because you got you know one band from up north in the bay and then you know one band from southern california just the the power there is crazy he's so nuts yeah it'd be so lit looking for i'm i I really want a bathroom like us you're really sick Okay. Well, I'm happy that Zulu is getting, you know, so much success. Um, I, I, it's, I'd be surprised if I ran into somebody that doesn't know the name Zulu. So it, it's really cool to watch what all of you are doing. Um, but I am curious about, uh, uh, some of the other products, me, projects that you have um, going on, uh, how, or like, what's the state of those other bands? Why is money mafia? Um, why is the team? Banging on my chest, you know me. Uh, we got, we got six of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, shout out, Colin. We're doing. Um, can you hear me? My phone's being weird. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're doing some stuff with Dead Body. We're playing a show with Dead Body and Dead Heat. Uh, rap, Rapid Fest. Okay. Uh, we're doing it's like, uh, Dead Heat. Uh, Dead Body. Um, military gun, Terena, which is like that band right now. Shout out Terena, y'all are so lit. Yeah, the band is awesome. Like, shout out Terena, shout out Days, sick ass band, bruh. Like the younger crop of these California bands are nuts, but hell of fire bands. We got that. Turn one step closer and Dead Heat again. Oh, in a few weeks, low key. Well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but yeah, that that's on twenty. What? Yeah. What's up closer? Was it going to be lit on four twenty? Yeah, <laughs> smoke them if you got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're writing. We're we're supposed to meet up. What's today? When this we're supposed to meet up soon to write. We we're writing. We're definitely writing. Um, because we just we have the addition of Juan right now. Who Shout Juan out Juan. Is, um, He's talented. Yeah, fire starter, sanctified, ridiculously talented it doesn't even make sense how talented that fool is like him and i just be sitting riffing like riffing mm-hmm. very an amazing person to be in a band with just injected life into like the writing process you know so yeah it's it we got some stuff going up like really lit and um unfortunately i feel like apsara is on a definite hiatus uh, I love Apsara. I was looking at some pictures the other day of me. It was me and Don at program, uh, and by all means played, and they covered Bad Seat, and it was like Apsara by all means, and it's me and Don just going crazy, like just going crazy, like just moshing like idiots, crazy. And I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, that's the Apsara show at program." I was like, "Oh, Apsara," you know. I love all those people. We still talk. You know, um, and Madhouse, uh, Madhouse, I I love Exchange to Press, what they did for us. They really hooked it up with us. We have a split with Firestarter. Mm-hmm. And like I said, speaking of like the newer crop of like LA bands, I mean, they've been out for a minute, but like there's a difference between like the members of Circuit and then it's like, like an actual new band, you know, mm-hmm. like 
them, like Firestarter, Sanctify, Abstain from San, San Diego. Mm, shout out San Diego also, Street Edge. Um, yes, for real. Also, shout out Hereditary from San Diego. Um, there's a, and like Major Pain from OC. There's so many like newer bands. There's like uh, like Doomsday from the Bay. Mm-hmm. Shout out Mark. So many like, newer crazy California bands. Like there's this band Beg from Lake Elsinore, California. Uh, Vacancy from Elsinore. Wow, they're band. popping down there. I, I gotta Elsinore. I gotta check these bands out. Beg and yeah, it's like some of them are PV, some of them are like faster punk hardcore, but mm-hmm. all the new bands are crazy. But yeah, it's really sick to see all these like these like new bands come up. But we did a split with Firestarter, and the reception on that was nuts. Like there is people who literally said like this is the best release in the last ten years of hardcore, and I was like, wow, because like that's just like the Madhouse camp. the The writers are nuts. Like the the writing process. Like Donnie. I mean, this is a band. It's like me. Donnie, who's in Wise, who's in Absara, mm-hmm. Moy, who was in Back of Final Solution with our, our homie, um, Miles, who's an amazing drummer who's in Rolex. If you haven't heard of Rolex, check them out. They're nuts. I mean, I'm sure you heard of Rolex, but like, yeah, I see them live before. Practice Errors, um, Blessing Concrete, Ultra. He's in hella crazy bands. The homie Juan, who is, I grew up with Juan, my brother. He's a shred bunny with me. The writing process is so crazy because like Donnie is like a perfectionist, but not not in an annoying way. It's like he wants to write something that's awesome and not cliche, and that's what he does. And him and Moy come together and they write crazy stuff. I was like, oh, let me put a lead right there, and then that was it. <laughs> but Madhouse pretty much, and then but Miles is. Here, just be like this, just drumming, and it'd be the most complex thing you've ever heard. But here, just make it look so easy, and like Juan can learn anything. He can. I've seen him learn full instruments. I've seen like Juan from Shred Bundy and Madhouse. Uh, I've seen like him learn an instrument to join a band, and learn to play that instrument from learning that band songs and then play it the next like week like imagine like hey bro we want you to fill in on tuba next week like you know we want you to play clarinet at this gig i'm like no like you know but Juan will take the challenge and learn it and do it and do it so like seeing him flourish as a bassist is crazy so madhouse is definitely a satisfying project to be in madhouse is definitely more or less a side project from everybody involved. So that is just whenever, you know, I mean, we get hit up for gigs a lot because everybody is busy. Like Miles is in every SoCal band <laughs> for the most part. He He's what I used to be. Like he's in like every band. They're all lit. They're all sick. So yeah, it's just whenever we get, um, wherever we can all come together. But Matt House is awesome. I love it. Shred Bundy um, is so our singer had had a kid mm-hmm. and that was pretty much the hiatus um, he I mean that obviously holds precedent over any riffs or you know mosh parts like you know that that does not matter if you, when you have a child you know like that is that means the world to to him 
I, I understand that. So when we still chop it up, um, we're always seeing ideas and merch ideas, but we have a full LP that is definitely coming. Um, that's that, you know, I'm starting some other bands. <laughs> I don't know if I should spill the beans, but I want to hear it. I'm curious. Cole. Oh, Cole. Okay. Cole from Scoured. We were talking. Because uh, um, I saw Millspec at, at AHC in December. And I looked around. And I was like, oh, we're getting like old. Because this was like, this is our like bread and butter. This is awesome. And some of the younger cats are like more into different types of hardcore, you know, but like to me, like most people, like the pinnacle, like, yo, this is, this is songwriting. Like, this is nothing. Most people, awesome. Mm-hmm. And the singer was like, RIP demo core and dropped the mic. And it was like, it, he was joking, but I was like, wow, like that era that we were like super geeked on, it's kind of like dwindling. Like demo core is not really a vibe no more, you know? I mean, in it is, but like nowhere near how it is, how it used to be. Like demo core was like, that was it. Like, Bruh, like, so we were just talking about like. I had this joke. I was like, we "We're in 2018. I doubt the mother we started laughing, <laughs> but we're trying to do like, like a straight edge thing, straight edge demo thing, just for fun. Uh, no name, no songs. Sorry, Cole, if I spilled the beans. <laughs> um, and me and Malachi are working on something too. Wow, he's so talented. But, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um. But I can't say nothing about that. Cody, me and Cody got something. Me and Cody got two things. Me and Cody got two things for sure. Me and Dez got something too. Dez from Zulu, we got something for sure. I might front something too. I want to front multiple bands. I want to front a crossover band. I'm talking like real crossover, like real Venice, like. Beowulf, ST, like real, like, like SoCal crossover. I want to front a band like that. I want to front a beatdown band. <laughs> really bad. Just ignorant, just ignorant stuff. Like throwing trash cans. I want to do like the crazy extras. But yeah, there's some stuff in the works for sure that I cannot talk about. Not even that it's like the label's going to get mad or anything. It's just like, we got to finalize some stuff, but there's some stuff coming for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm happy to hear that you haven't uh, gotten lazy because, right, because obviously Zulu is so busy. Uh, it, it could, uh, you know, easily distract you from what you had going on before. But to hear you talk about, you know, all your bands and, you know, you're not closing the door on any of them. That that, that has me really excited because it, it shows me that uh, you haven't gotten tired of this. Like uh, you're still just as energized to, to do it all. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Like and I want to explore other genres like i have a um a fusion jazz fusion uh progressive rock thing that i've been working on for sure i want to do i me and donnie we're gonna do a death metal band um we hit up isaiah from twisted cane actually to do it but it hella fell through mm-hmm. but i want to do a real like actual death metal you know like not you know i want to I don't want to diss nobody, but none of this, like, n- no whack stuff, like, real, like, like, oh, this is, like, actual death metal, you know, like, that's what I want to do. 
So it's gonna be it's me and Donnie. We we had like a group chat with Isaiah, which is the Canadian Bloodhound. This was. I know how people. Some people made rugs during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, learned how to do whatever during the pandemic. For us, it was like, oh, let's do a death metal band, and it hella fell through for sure. <laughs> I I don't even know the name of it. Like this was like at this point three years ago. But I definitely want to explore like actual metal because I've had like actual metal bands like back in the day. You know, in high school, I had like a like a mosh pizza zombies like a cliche trash <laughs> band flip bills and like you know that was the vibe that's and awesome i, I want to do that that's fun like, like that's what i grew up on i want to do something like that some death thrash right? and i want to do i had a pie street punk band back in the day i probably won't do a street punk band ever again i'm not gonna lie but i do want to explore like different different stuff for sure i think it's just fun just to make music you know yeah, especially if you're talking about you know, you know new hobbies. Maybe maybe this is your new hobby. <laughs> just keep all you know, just explore these different uh, ideas and see uh, you know uh, where these bands could take you. That's definitely what I've been thinking. Maybe I just need to just explore other genres or different approaches to making music. I guess. Um, and being in the studio. Like, we went to the Corpus NYC studio and Harlan from Show Me the Body and, and Julian, like, being in the studio with them is just, like, just seeing what they have going on is very inspiring. Like, what they got going on, very inspiring. Seeing, like, Trip Jones, too, like, seeing what he's doing. And then coming back, like, Dez has his own studio, just chilling with Dez and seeing what he can cook up. It's just nuts i'm like dude like there's so much music to be made like i i just wish some people had like i wish people would broaden their scope of music intake i guess a lot of people have a very small scope of music and it's low-key kind of sad mm-hmm. like, yo, to explore there's a lot of six i'm not trying to be condescending by any means i just like I wish a lot of people would explore the other things going on. And that's what I I've always been involved in other things. But this past year, especially, I've lost sight of other things. You know, I've been, been very caught up in Zulu. Why? Zulu. Why? Zulu. Shred Bundy. Madhouse. That's all. You know, just fast, heavy, fast, heavy, growling, screaming, soloing, shredding. Then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I have this jazz thing I was working on, or I have this funk thing I was working on with the homies in Pomona, you know. Oh, really? You know, I was like, oh, you know, like, you know, I'm looking at my my freaking posters. I have like a Miles Miles Davis and Prince and Frank Zappa. It's like there's so much stuff that I like need to be reacquainted with, and it's just very hard when. It's like breakdowns and blast beats and you know it's like separate myself from that world and realize that yo there's a lot more going on that's why i really am on a path to do now is re-explore stuff i used to like a lot you mm-hmm. know because maybe that's what well, my passion like you said maybe that that's what the new passion is is re-explore old stuff you know or just find new stuff you know i don't know but i'm definitely trying to figure it out right now to be honest 
I'm curious about this funk project because I I'm not the most well versed in funk, but I, I I used to watch this Twitch streamer named Duck Sauce, and that's all the type of music he would play is just funk, and I was just like. I don't hate this. What is this? So I, I would just go to his streams to to kind of uh, see what he's listening to, and kind of you know that's where I would start the trail and kind of just you know go off from there. Yeah, I'm I'm very much into jazz fusion with a lot of funk. Love that stuff. Like I, I'm I'm more so a bassist. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm a bassist that plays guitar. I'm definitely I would say myself a bassist. I love bass and. It's something so intimate, just you only have picks, just, you know, like live playing electric guitar without a pick is probably going to be weird. You know, I mean, you could, you know, do the acoustic stuff, whatever, but an electric bass would no, you can just play it without a pick. It's so intimate. Just you can plug in and start playing. That's why I love bass. I love funk and Bailey from Scowl. I, I, I sound like, Scout's PR team. I'm always talking so <laughs> crazy about this. That's right. But They're all great. People, but Bailey from Scout, who was one of the best bassists I've been around in years, my ad, they really like, we just talk about like Primus deep cuts. And I don't know anybody I can look up to and talk to Primus deep cuts with besides freaking Bailey. And they show me like, they really re like re sparked my love for playing bass. I see them at Soundcheck. They're just playing like a little Jackson Five song, some R and B stuff. They're doing some fun. They're doing like a uh, a a Rush thing. Like in Canada, they they did like during Soundcheck. They did like some Rush songs in Canada. I was geek. I turned around. Everyone just like chilling. I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's just me that's geek about this. <laughs> but they're look at me when they do like. A little death metal lick, a little morbid angel, a little you know something. They look at me, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I know what you're playing, but they're amazing basses, and I'm like, yo, bass is awesome, and I want to like explore funk bass so much more because I used to be obsessed with it. I haven't really done much with it, so my bass is not even here. It's at my homie studio. I haven't played bass. I haven't played that bass in so long, but yeah, I definitely want to do the, the funk thing for sure. Just got like one man funk thing, mm-hmm. a fixed drum machine and this guitar keyboard bass is go crazy it'd be so sick yeah i was talking about how I, I saw rings of saturn and they didn't have a drummer and people were still going off wow i saw rings of saturn 2011 i think that's, i was that's early so little but i saw rings of saturn i went to see aborted and it was aborted i uh Cow Decapitation and this band Origin and Decrepit Bird. And that's what I was stoked to see. And then I just see, I was like, what is this? And I was reading the Saturn. I was like, what are they? I was like, what's happening? And I, I looked at their hands, I was like, oh, this. I was like, I could not wrap my head around what was going on. I was like, yo, these dudes are just on a whole new level of artistry. Like, they're just, I think at the time they didn't have a bass. I think it was just two guitars. So I didn't see them when they didn't have a, a, a drummer, mm-hmm. but playing when there's probably it was just probably just like samples or something like a like a 
a pad or something. Yeah, like yeah. They, they they just hit play and they just jump right into the, the the song. And this this was at the Glass House, so the, the Glass House was sold out and people. It was you know, everybody was into it. Like I I was like so intrigued because I had never seen that before. That's nuts. I could never. That's that's like I'm my wealth. I'm I'm good. Like y'all have fun with that. I can't even wrap my head around that. That that's fun, but not me. That. That that's an, a level of artistry that I can always appreciate because that's how y'all are like on it, like on it, on it. And that stuff's crazy. So nuts. All right. And I, I'm just curious from this past full US, uh, did you have a favorite date of the tour that you can look back on fondly? Yo, so in Miami, GSP did a seat of pain cover. Oh wow, okay. Singer like because like see the pain awesome obviously but like uh say didn't see the pain and say i filled in for gsp the last tour so like me all the florida cats we're just chilling in the green room singer of see the pain is there we're just chopping it and then i at that point i had seen the gsp set like every night so i was like i knew what was i knew what they were gonna open up with there's something different i see a singer run up and i was like no like there's no like, there's no way so, like my back was messed up i was not moshing i was i was just gonna chill i was like nah bro i ran up i we were all it was me and all the homies i just see dives and dives and dives everybody was going crazy miami was cool um i loved new york um like brooklyn was just nuts um Obviously, like I said, the OC date observatory meant the world to me. San Diego also meant the world to me because I had played there with this band. Was we opened up with this band Fossum and Jetsum, like the thrash band from like the eighties. We opened up for them, and I got kicked out right after the show. And I was like, "Oh, oh my life is over." And now seeing like we headlined, well, we headlined, but like we like sold out. I should say we sold out that venue. I think it was crazy. And I was like looking around. I didn't think just pe- people could fit in that venue like that. I, was, no, I never seen that venue that packed. It was brick by brick. So that was cool. Oh, like Philly was awesome. Te- Texas was on lock. Texas as a state is just so insane. Mm-hmm. So many sick bands. Shout out Future Shock. Yes, great Another band. really good band. Mm-hmm. Crazy band. Shout out Cash Only Records. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I don't know. I had maybe like ten favorite stops from the tour. That's yeah, awesome. Ten or eleven. Omaha was cool. It's so random saying Omaha was cool, but Omaha was actually really sick. Um, the experience was cool because I found out we had Billboard that day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm chilling. And I see the group chat says Zulu, whatever Billboard, and I saw our ranking. So like. That happening in Omaha, I always ha- associate that to like Omaha, Nebraska. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is great. So, like, I don't know, every it was probably like 12, 11 or 12 dates where I was like, yo, this is just top tier, just goaded behavior, <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Well, I'm happy to you know, watch your rise. I am happy for Zulu, and I hope. You know, you guys all have continued success uh, with these upcoming runs overseas and whatever else you guys decide to do back in the States after that. Um, and I appreciate you 
keeping it real and still giving me the time of day. I, I, I truly appreciate that. Um, but before we sign off, is there anything else you would like to say? Um, I already gave the shout out to those bands. Check out all those bands. Um, shout out Exception Burst. Because Exception Burst, in his parents' perspective, helped us out a lot. But Exception Burst really, they have a vision and they're like really executing it very well. And the area that they're doing it at is the area that needs it for sure. Um, I'm in Riverside County. They're the high desert of San Bernardino County. Mm. San Bernardino, Riverside, it's the IE. We're all, you know, very inner, inner circulated. I don't, that's not even a word, whatever. But we're all really, we're all in the same little bubble. So I'm very happy for what they're doing. Brad, too, like Brad, Caesar, Chewy, like they're all doing amazing stuff. Um, Chad is goaded at guitar, you know. Uh, this band Heartthrob, they're like really sick band from that area. They're all doing amazing things, and I'm just really grateful for like to just be at least in the room as they're coming up with these ideas, or you know, at least being pseudo present for what they're doing. Also, shout out Jeff from Inland Hardcore because he's been booking shows of Rancho and Hemet and Homeland and you know Corona Union Barber Lounge in Corona it's like a, a it's a beer lounge slash uh barber shop and he's been booking shows there. This is Corona California. Like this is nuts, you know? It's yeah. like hasn't been popping since like the showcase. Like literally. So mm. like him bring all these cool shows to the nine five one and nine oh nine areas and really cool to see i've been there some steps of the way but i won't take full credit for that like he's really been putting in crazy work so shout out jeff for sure it, i just love people in my community doing sick stuff like it, it's really cool but it needs to happen so yeah i guess that's yeah all right and thank well, you no thank for, you yeah but thank you for thinking that i'm like cool enough to even be on the show that's really sick um, it's my second time too. It's so sick. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Shout out Flat Spot too. Shout out Ricky, Che, Jose. Yes. They've done wonders. Shout out Misery too. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Shout out Worldless PR too. I'm not going to forget about you. Goaded. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Go listen to A New Tomorrow out now. And catch Zulu on tour. I'm sure they'll be hitting a city near you. Thank you, Braxton. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back soon. Goodbye.